friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. You can find the Fort Worth Roots podcast on all your favorite streaming services and on social media, including YouTube, by looking up Fort Worth Roots. You can find more information about our sponsors and information on upcoming events at the end of the show. Real quick, this episode is sponsored by Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can find them at roofingsolutionshauk.com or on the phone at 817-882-6520. And don't take it from a silly podcaster. You can look them up on any platform where you might find a rating for a reputable company. And you'll see that they have a five-star rating across the board. They're very, very highly respected, and they've been taking care of the Fort Worth Roots podcast for a very long time. Call them today, and they will give you 50% off a roofing tune-up just by mentioning the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Again, that phone number is 817-882-6520. September 23rd, we've got our big annual event. We did this last year. Thank you to every single one of you that came out to support us. We had a a great turnout. We had some excellent bands on stage and a pop-up vendor market. We're going to do that all again this year. This time around, we've got Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations, Cassandra Mae Laurents, Late to the Station, and Jaybirds. And the best thing about this year is it is benefiting Cook Children's Hospital. Come out, enjoy a tasty burger or something else off the menu. 5% of everything that you purchase uh, off the food menu goes back to the charity. And we inked a deal with Nicole Dawson from State Farm right up the street from Pouring Glory, where this takes place. Uh, Every single one of you that gives her a chance to provide you with a quote, she will donate an additional $10 to the charity. So come out, have some fun, support a good cause, and uh, take a picture with us. It's from 11 to 6. Again, that's September 23rd out at Pouring Glory. All that information will be in the show notes. You didn't have to write that down. This is an episode we've been trying to get done for a very long time. I know you've heard me say that before. It seems to be a reoccurring thing, but me and this person have been hanging out for over a year now. She is responsible for bringing Fort Worth Roots podcast into the fold with the local podcast scene got us invited to a very prestigious event with Visit Fort Worth a little bit ago, a few months back, and uh, just continues to promote uh, live local shows, the podcast scene, and is just a real big team player for the city of Fort Worth. Please give it up for our friend and the host of Corks in Cowtown podcast, Robin Reisenhoover, and let's start the show! And I usually, I just, I don't even tell people when I hit the record button, but I will warn you this time. You know I don't care. <laughs> so you just came from Nexum. You're yes. over there with Paul. Were you recording another episode for Corks and Cowtown? I was. We recorded um, with the Rap Podcast, the R.I.P. Podcast. R.I.P. I, uh, yes. I want to reach out to those guys. They've, they're awesome. They're up and coming, yeah. right? That's the new hot I was like, thing. they're so cool. I was like, <laughs> I love them. We had like... I started like talking about music then more, and I was like, "Wait, I mean, we need to like reel it back." That's their genre. Yeah. So yeah, the struggle's real. So I, I kind of they were already kind of on my radar. There's a lot of like little bitty podcasts out there that are springing up, and yeah, it's, there's too many to keep up with. No, so. that's truly the thing. Yeah. So I, I really didn't. Sorry, guys. I I didn't give them the time of day <laughs> there at, at, in the beginning, and then one day I was out at a oh TX TX. What are they called? Distillery? Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I was out there with Teresa Davis from uh, the public library. Yeah. And she, what did we do? There, there was some kind of baseball thing. I can't remember. Anyway, okay. I'm, I'm sitting there and I get a message from RAP Podcast. They said, hey, somebody stole your shit. And they sent me a link and I clicked on it. And it's another podcaster who, I don't think he had a very big following, but he obviously what? had a huge budget because he had like very... You know, very, very nice Wait, what did he production steal? stuff. It was just a clip of this, like me sitting in this room interviewing somebody. And the, the clip was, what not to do with a podcast. Shut <laughs> up. And I've never heard of these guys. They're not local, as far as I know. But I reached out to the guy and I was like, hey man, thanks for uh, the free publicity, I guess. <laughs> but it was so cool that they caught that. Yeah. And then that they cued me in on it. So after that, I've, I've been watching them a little closer and yeah. they're, they're killing it they're putting no out they're great they're week. really good about like their clips and everything mm-hmm. so we actually filmed today which i typically you know don't do right and so i was like let's try it mm-hmm. on this one and we'll see what happens so y'all did film so we did film today okay. so we'll see what happens i'm gonna let that's paul's genre you know <laughs> i was like i let paul do paul things yeah and i just talk Anything Paul so, does yeah. is gold. So. Exactly. I'm just like, you do you. I'm not going to ask a lot of questions. Yeah. So, yeah. And I love his studio. And uh, I, I got to shout out to Paul because he's, yes. he's been a part of the, the Daddy team. Daddy Paul. He's part of the pod squad. I was like, Daddy Paul does the most. <laughs> I was like, I was like, not only is he a literal father, but he does the most and the ladies love him. So, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, and it, he's he's no he definitely understands that. I've seen some of his videos. He's doing these. Uh, I don't know if he's still doing them, but for the a doctors. While, what? Wait, I'm talking. Oh, about I thought the, you were. I was like, are you talking about producing or like himself? The wardrobe change thing. So he's, he's taken a break a from that. Yeah, but I hope he kind of does it again. Because <laughs> here's the thing: is like I told him. Probably like a year ago, I was like, Paul, if you started doing like these little videos, mm-hmm. I was like, you'd blow up. Yeah. And so he said the same thing. He was just like, yeah, I know. I just, I, you know, he, he has so much going on all did, the time. Did he get the traction he thought he would? Well, so he started to, but then also it was so funny because so many people would like, you know how the internet is. It's uh-huh. like people would get on there and just like roast him. Uh-huh. So it'd be like someone being like, where did you buy this? You're too old to shop there. And he's like, <laughs> where do you want me to shop? Like, where do old people shop at? Like, what? <laughs> Tell me then where. And he has, like, obviously, like, the best personality to deal with shit like that. And so he would just, like, clap back in a way that was just, like, thank you so much for your, you know, response. I really appreciate, you know, you taking the time to make a comment. Mm -hmm. And people, it just pisses people off. Yeah, 100%. And so I'm just, like, keep doing that. Yeah. Keep doing that. And if Paul is what it looks like whenever you get old, then. Exactly. Here's to my golden years. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Cannot wait. All right, so for our listeners that don't know, me and Robin have been trying to get together and do yes. a recording for months now. Yes. Like six months, I think. Scheduling is rough. For a year. Yeah, we're both busy people. Mm-hmm. Well, you <laughs> have had a ton of people on. I was like, obviously the holidays are rough. And then we went right into PBR. Yep. And then I was in the middle of moving. So now I have like freedom again. Yeah. Are you still living in boxes? Kind of. Yeah. But it's only because I'm where I'm at temporarily for oh, right now. okay. So I'm like house sitting and dog sitting till mm-hmm. early October, and then I'm moving. So all really, your shit's for in storage? Yes. Are you, are so I'm just living out of boxes like for like my little things. And you're not doing anything crazy. You're not leaving Fort Worth. 
Oh my god. Oh, oh okay. You just had to cough. Okay. That too. I mean, I don't think I'd ever leave the Fort Worth area. Yeah. I unfortunately, though, um, I might end up having to go like to the outskirts of Fort Worth, which like crushes my soul because if I lose my Fort Worth like address, I'm I don't know what I'm gonna do. But yeah. the thing is, is like Fort Worth is growing so fast. Mm-hmm. I can't afford to live here anymore. Yeah. Like, it's and pricing I, a, lot of, a lot of people. And out. that's the thing is like, I hate to say that is like, I've been very vocal about the change that's been coming to Fort Worth for, you know, like years. And I love that Fort Worth is changing and that mm-hmm. it's growing. Do I think we're going too fast? Yes. Do I think we're maybe doing a little too much? Yes. Mm-hmm. Am I a like city developer expert? No, <laughs> but I think that it's also all common things that you see with places and hearing us being compared to like LA and stuff. I'm like, do you see what's going on in LA right now? We don't need to be compared to that. Now, why are like, people comparing why? us to LA? Is it because of rodeos know. here now? Cause when the rodeo in LA before that, I mean, no, we've always had rodeo. No, no, no. The, uh, Oh God, help me out here. It's the I national big. So you're thinking about Vegas. Okay. Yeah, All right. I was like NFR. Yes. So yeah, I was like the national finals rodeo r- rodeo is rodeo. in <laughs> rodeo um, is in Las Vegas every December. Okay. Okay. And so we did have that here during COVID, right. and then now PBR has the teams events here and the world finals, not national finals. Okay. So that's not a connection to LA. What no. is the connection to LA? I have no idea. That doesn't but make th- sense to me. I don't care who you're comparing us to. I don't think we need to be growing as fast as we are because like you've said, it's like first of all, people aren't able to obviously afford to live where they've lived forever. You're getting priced out of things. Is it awesome that we're getting all this like cool stuff and whatever? Yeah, but what's it mean if no one can afford to live here that's lived here all their life? And the people that have chosen to stay in Fort Worth are not here because we want those big things here. Yeah. We're here because we love Fort Worth for what it is. Exactly. And it's it's to no one's benefit that all this stuff is happening. I mean, economic growth is great because mm-hmm. you look at smaller towns that, you know, they were hit during the oil boom or something. Mm-hmm. and they got all these big buildings and now they're unoccupied and i think it's just one of those things that obviously like growing up you learn about like economics and like a very small little bubble and then the older you get all of a sudden you start talking about politics and weather and like you know what your city like your property taxes are yeah and it just happens one day and the thing is is you're just like how did we get here mm-hmm because yeah. same thing as like so Crestwood here in Fort Worth mm-hmm. is an area that I rented a home in and I absolutely loved it. It was a little two bedroom, one bath, like had a little pool in the back, like tiny little pool. But like I just absolutely loved it and I would talk to the neighbors and people that have lived there forever and they were like I bought my home for like $30,000. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know what like my old like so whenever I moved um out of that they actually ended up offering to sell it to me yeah. because they like had put some work into it and they were like, we want someone that's actually going to appreciate it. And I was like, if I had the money right now, I would, but I don't. And yeah. I was on the road traveling so much. And so I think they ended up selling the home. 350. I think it was 375 yeah. for a two bedroom, one bath. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, but then the thing is, is everyone that I talked to in the neighborhood, they were like, we're people that have lived there their entire lives. We're having to move out of their home that's paid off because because the property property taxes. taxes. Yeah. And I'm like, 
this like someone make it make sense like make it make sense because like that does not seem fair to me at all our entire world is changing and Mm -hmm. definitely here in fort worth i feel like we're we're getting kind of the the business end of it because we're used to things being a lot cheaper here than they are nationally and very quickly Mm -hmm. we're starting to catch up with the national averages yeah and yeah i i know several musician friends that are in the middle of trying to figure out what the fuck they're gonna do yeah because it's gotten so expensive the people that built this uh the the artistic side of our community can't Mm -hmm. afford to stay in the very place that they helped make well that's the thing is like you have to end up asking yourself i feel like like is this the goal because who's really profiting off of any of this? The city. I yeah, guess. but like that's the thing is so then it like goes into you know like such a deeper thing of yeah. like, well, who are we supporting? Like, whatever. And you people get there's just so much like volatility to it. I don't also know. I don't once know how you, you put deep the dive, on it, right? How do you? I have no idea. Who, I wish I knew the answer. I wish I knew the answer. Because everybody involved with the thing that fuels that mechanism, whether it's real estate or the city trying to mm-hmm. get more taxes out of people so that they can increase their paychecks or improve roads or put more money into schools, everybody is actively trying to make more money. So mm-hmm. the end user, the residents, are the ones that have to pay the price very mm-hmm. literally. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's just. It sucks. It's the way it goes, though. I know. It's just, like, one of those <laughs> things is, like... But I also, at the same time, I'm, like, really convinced I'm ready to be, like, a doomsday prepper. Uh-huh. Yeah. 100%. And just live in the middle of nowhere. There you go. Yeah. So, who knows what's going to happen. Even even property in Terlingua has gone up, though. You know mm-hmm. where Terlingua is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, whenever Terlingua first hit my radar about three and a half years ago when I started the show... And I started looking at property out there, just dicking around on mm-hmm. uh, what's the what's the app you used? Realtor.com. That or Zillow. Zillow. That's mm-hmm. it. Okay, so I'm I'm out there like looking around at different plots in Terlingua, and you could get an acre of land for eight hundred bucks. I'm like, hmm, I might have just found somewhere <laughs> to, to to start building my doomsday and bunker. Some cactus. And then whenever prices started going crazy here, I'm like, let's check in on Terlingua, see how things are going out there. And it went from eight hundred an acre to like four thousand interlingua it's like what the fuck is yeah (laughs) i that's the thing is like it's so crazy because if you look at like i've been looking at um like reno and springtown and everything which is just it's just a hop skip and a jump i mean a nothing town right unfortunately 35 is in the middle so like that's the only real bummer because like once again how much money have we put into roads and 35 is still 35 it's never gonna like make make that make sense it's not um (laughs) And so it's one of those things that I've looked out there, but so it'll be like the same amount of land, but it'll be like on the other side of the highway and it'll literally be like a $200,000 difference. Damn. Yeah. And I'm like, within a mile. I'm like, that makes no sense to me. Yeah. But once know. again, do I understand any of this? No. Am I upset about it? Yeah. Yeah. Do I, I just, I don't know. I could go on that like forever because yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Well, and it, it's affecting everybody. So we're all ready to do a fair yeah. amount of complaining about it. I'm in construction mm-hmm. and I was, uh, I drive a truck, I drive a concrete truck and I'm helping this guy pour forms for a, a, a mobile home, mm-hmm. a trailer house. And I asked the guy just out of curiosity, and this is in the middle of all these uh, hyperinflation times that we're living through. I was like, how much is the house worth that's going to go on top of this uh, mm-hmm. frame here 
And he's like, well, this is one of the cheaper ones. It's a smaller unit. This one sells for three twenty-five. dollars I was like, excuse me? Yeah. $325,000? That's a cheap one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, they've gone up a little bit. Like, it's a they've trailer definitely, house. Well, they've gone up a little bit for sure. But, like, that's the <laughs> thing is there's also, I never knew this, and tell me if you did, the difference between a mobile home and a manufactured home. It's the same shit. No. So the difference is like the mobile home can literally like be picked up and moved. The manufactured is the one that's on the slab and it's built to the huh. same um, like specifications as an actual home would be, be built. It but the thing is, true. is that it's all put together at the site. So oh it's like God. basically the framing and everything like it's all done, but they put it together at the site instead. Okay. Well, it, it, and so that was the thing is like I because I got really invested in that, too, because I was like, well, maybe I'll end up living in a trailer like just on some <laughs> land. I was like, I don't care as long as like I like have a nice place to live. Mm-hmm. And some of those trailers are so nice now. Yeah. And they're like single wide, double wide, triple wide. I was like, where did this come from? Yeah. Like they're insane. Some of them have two stories. Oh, really? I know. I was like, I don't know if I would trust that. Right. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm also, once again, I, am I an architect or an engineer? No. Just trust. It's sure. Yeah, it's gotta I'd be, be like, it's gotta be safe. Mm. I mean, I, I trust myself more than most things, but <laughs> I don't know. It's just like one of those things that you don't think about. Yeah. Well, I, I'm kind of excited to hear more people talking about, like, moving getting property like just on the outside mm-hmm. of town because that's something I've always wanted to do and I've always felt like an, an outsider but that's no. it's kind of mainstream thinking I think now. it's it, that's the thing is like <laughs> it sucks because it's almost like being forced but it's 100% like being forced I had an apartment down in uh, the West 7th area mm-hmm. right there across from Rodeo Goat yep and it was a nice little one bedroom but it, it was multi-level there were four levels to my one bedroom apartment you walked in on the, the bottom level and you parked underneath your kitchen Mm-hmm. And so the second level was the kitchen and the living room. The third level was the bedroom and the, the bath. And then the fourth level was a terrace. And you'd go up there, you had all your patio furniture, and you had a great view of downtown Fort Worth. 1500 bucks. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a lot, but hey, we're living large here. We've got a great view of downtown. It's in a cool spot. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've got this four-level un- four apartment. I thought it was cool. Was it worth 1500 Maybe, maybe not. But now that same unit is worth $2,200 a month. Yeah. And there's just no way I'm paying that for an apartment. Yeah. But then again, good luck even finding a house with a mortgage where you're going to be paying less than $2,200 a month. I could right now absolutely obliterate my old apartment complex, but I'm waiting on my security deposit back because you want to talk about a place that has no business making the money they're making with how (laughs) awful it was. I am just like ready to just obliterate them. You're ready to do some horrific shit. There will be a Yelp <laughs> review and a Google <laughs> review. I like literally I tried so hard to just like deal with that place and like it. And anytime I had an issue, I'd be like, hey, this is going on. Whether it was a full blown car being stolen out of the garage. Not This is your garage, your car? That not my Oh, okay. Th- my friend's car. But out a of your unit. enclosed garage, like a parking garage that everyone parked in. Oh, okay. not tires being stolen, not a catalytic converter. The entire <laughs> vehicle, the entire vehicle, and, and it wasn't gated. It wasn't just one time. Yes, and it was gated. And then for the apartment complex to come back and say, and I was just like, "Can we get cameras? Is there a security guard? Is there like literally anything else that can be done?" 
and they were just like well cameras don't prevent theft well no shit but like do something right and so it was just like one of those things that like i mean that's just like a blip on the two years i was there and i had i obviously kept everything in writing mm-hmm. and i was like okay i'm just always gonna send them like a text or like an email and i would tag the manager mm-hmm. the leasing manager and then the general email so three people got it every single time and nothing was ever done about a single complaint i had and it wasn't just me like some of us like we would literally like have to like all put a like group together we would like all send the exact same email and i was just like this is crazy never never once again is like same thing as like guess how much i was paying at that place tell us it was like twenty two hundred dollars yeah and it was for a two-bedroom two-bath yes but then i'm also potentially i had everything things were stolen off my front door with my ring camera and they were just like well too bad call the cops I was like, how are these people even getting in the building? Right. Like, just like those types of things. And that's the thing is it sucks because it's like, it's marketed as a luxury apartment complex mm-hmm. with luxury amenities. And it was not luxurious. It's luxury because that's yes. how much you're paying. I that's was like, <laughs> it's a luxury for you, not for me. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It sucks. Things are changing for sure. Um, I don't know. I've I've been a strong advocate for Fort Worth for a long time, and I will continue to be. But I mean, same. I think we all have. At some point, it's not going to be the same place that I've been so fond of, right? I know. I mean, think about it. All of us have like Fort Worth something in our podcast names, even. I mean, you have Fort Worth roots. Yeah. You have the Funky Panther, you which is like Funky Town, and also Panther City. Mm-hmm. You have Corks and Cowtown. Like we love our city, yeah. and I think that that's what really should be making people pay more attention. These yeah. are people, like, first of all, we have a platform to do this. But, like, we have a platform to really, like, make a change. And we're sitting here saying, hey, something needs to change. We just need access to who we can talk to. So, I mean, just in fairy tale land, how could we make it work? Would it take the city putting some type of rent cap on the prices for I don't think apartment homes or how, how would it how would it work in fairy telling? I I, I ha- literally like I have no idea because I don't even know what's like possible. Obviously, in fairy telling, most things are possible, but I think it would like property taxes is the biggest thing I've heard from most people. Yeah. You know that they've like not just doubled but like tripled and quadrupled. It's crazy for people, yeah. which makes no sense because it's like it's still been the same piece of land. Yeah. I didn't like do anything. Yeah, like, I'm just living here. Yeah. Like, and all of a sudden, you're expecting me to make, you know, like, triple my salary? Like, that... Make make it make sense. Mm-hmm. I think things are just so outrageous. And also, here's the thing that not a lot of us talk about, but, like, none of us ever asked for any of these things. Like, you're forced yeah. into these different, you know, scenarios of, like, with taxes and everything else. And first of all, your money's being taxed whenever you're making it. And then, oh, you're, you're like... A, that taxes in general are like its own thing and it's like what is the point of anything we're doing if people are just trying to like have the bottom pyramid of like their needs met yeah just the basics like just the basics and they're not able to do that anymore and that kills me Mm -hmm. because even the people that are out here busting their ass are still struggling yeah like not all of us have like the billionaire mindset to where we're just like sure let me take a risk and invest all my money in something they could also backlash on me and I lose everything. Yeah. Where the rest of us are just like, <laughs> I think I've got enough to make it this month. Yeah. I think I do. 
Exactly. Are you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was like, it's it's one of those things that like you can continue talking about forever, and it's just like, what's the answer yeah. though? Like, what is yeah. it? I don't know. Well, maybe we need to find a Fort Worth economist, somebody that can come in here and break it down. If you for know us. someone, <laughs> I'm willing to have that conversation. I would love for us to find uh, like local. I want a biologist and a cardiologist and a you know just like somebody for every category, mm-hmm. like they do like on the Joe Rogan experience, yes. but like Fort Worth. Uh huh. Try to find somebody that could answer every question, but keep it very Fort Worth. Yes. I've reached out to the folks at TCU, and I'm sure they're like. This silly ass podcaster doesn't even know how to use a comma. <laughs> <laughs> That's what ChatGPT is for. Okay, I still haven't That's, broke into that. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you have to. It's the best thing ever. That's what I keep hearing. One of my friends just had to like construct a text with it to tell one of her friends she was upset with her. I've used it for business before and yeah. for personal. I'm just like, how do I say this in a like matter of fact way, but also not to where it's like brutal? And That's it literally cool. like will come up with it, and I was like, "That is exactly what I needed." If I could do that in real time, it would fix so many things for me. <laughs> like, Same, like work relationships and yes. stuff. There's, there's always the the joke, like guys coming out of the military trying to figure out how to say things in a way that is, mm-hmm. you know, PC for the the civilian work environment. Yes, because you know, we're so used to just talking shit and I mean, cussing at everybody and. You can't I get do that. that in the civilian world. Yeah. So that would help. They, they could in, in, uh, incorporate that into like out processing training <laughs> for military yeah. guys. Like, okay, you're never going to get this shit. <laughs> so, so you're just going to put it into ChatGPT. <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't say anything until you use this device. Just use the prompt. <laughs> if I could get my brother to do that, because he's the same way as he's a retired military and some of the stuff he posts online, I'm just like, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like, but also I'm just like, whatever, like, could be worse. You gonna be you. (laughs) You do you, boo. Yes, exactly. So tell me a little bit about Quirks and Cowtown, how you got started, and let's, let's get away from our economic rant. (laughs) Um, I don't know. What do you want to know? Like, obviously, so Quirks and Cowtown started in, officially in 2019, and it was November 4th, 2019. So you're at least six months ahead of about... 30 million podcasts. Yes. So, um, I really just wanted to do something for Fort Worth. I needed like a creative outlet. I was done traveling for a little while on the road. Like I was getting settled and I needed just something else. Like I wanted another like kind of stream, like a, of income, a hobby, like something. And I was like, what can I do for Fort Worth? And I was like, well, I love like, you know, having conversations and cocktails with people and like whatever. And initially I had like some ridiculous names for Corks and Cowtown. Like I think one of them was going to be like bougie and bougie and bubbles or something. It (laughs) It was like so stupid. And then there was another one because then I was like, well, what if I just like do really off the wall stuff and it was going to be big balls in Cowtown. (laughs) And, um, what else? There was like five other things too. I did the same thing. I mean, you, you just kind of, you don't, I mean, what, how do you come up with a name for a podcast? Well, exactly. And so I was just like, it needs to be like something. And so I was actually at, uh, it's now the Magnolia Wine Bar. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a guy that I literally couldn't tell you his name. Like, mm-hmm. it was the first time I'd ever met him. I was like trying to come up with like different names and like whatnot. And I started talking to him and he's like, well, it needs something that can at least flow. And yeah. so I was like, okay. And I was like, well, I was like, I really want to use like probably Cowtown in it. And I was like, 
something so, with alcohol. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> and then also like I want to have conversations with people over a cocktail. And I was like, cocktails in Cowtown? I was like, no, it's too long. And then we were opening a bottle of like wine and there was a cork. And so we were just like, corks in Cowtown. And so cool. it just, you know, like appeared. And so I immediately was just like, all right, let me get the website. Let me get the like email. Let me do this. Let me do this. And then I found a girl. Um, her name is Brooke. I'm absolutely obsessed with her um, to do all of my branding and everything. Okay. And she did the website, et cetera. So she still does all my stuff today. I absolutely adore her. She is a like traveler too. And so she was just in Italy for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And now she's in Arizona for a couple months. But she's one of the only people that can like also deal with me <laughs> because I'm like, I have five ideas I need combined into one. Let me just talk it out to you. Yeah. And then she will literally just sit there and listen to me and she'll like send me options and God bless her because she always knows exactly what I mean. She sounds magical and it she sounds like we all dream. need a dream. Everyone needs a Brooke. Like she is an <laughs> absolute dream. So yeah, I mean, obviously it was funny. I was just, you know, had the episode with the RIP mm-hmm. podcast guys and it was funny because we were talking about their beef with the funky Panther. Right. And I was also saying, I was like, look, I was like, I don't think the Funky Panther guys remember that I won best of first. (laughs) Like I did. But the thing is, it was overshadowed by COVID (laughs) because I won and like after doing it for four months and then obviously everything shut down. So there was no award ceremony. There was no party. There was no nothing because obviously we couldn't do anything. Right. Um, But yeah, I just, I don't know. Obviously it changed kind of the podcast too talking about COVID. Um, like COVID yeah. yeah because initially it was like just interviews and it was also only supposed to be twice a month yeah um that changed because we were all trapped at home mm-hmm. and people were like just talk about anything I'm bored yeah and so it turned into just being conversations and like talks and you know dating and whatever which honestly like how we were dating during COVID is weird thinking back on it I was like that makes no sense <laughs> Um, just the, like the things that you always want to talk about with people that sometimes people don't want to say or do, mm-hmm. you know, like dating is like a conversation that you could talk about every single day for the rest of your life. And it makes no sense because people have such, I guess, dramatic perspectives on it. Yeah. Like relationships in general, I feel like. So, yeah. The, the, uh, I'm 38. I'm not mm-hmm. going to ask you how old you are, but we're old I think, enough. I think we're 21 close. forever. We're close enough yeah, to understand some exactly. of the same things. Yeah. But the internet dating thing is so fucking gross. It's awful. And I hate it. And it is miserable. It's how I met my current girlfriend. Okay. And, uh, I'm really excited about her. So Good. I mean, it's not all bad, mm-hmm. but you know, you go on these internet dating dates and they're I always, it's always on, a dumpster fire. I haven't been on one in like an internet date and probably over like a minimum of like a year and a half. Yeah. Well, good for you. Because, it's <laughs> well, here, it's, here's the thing is it's not that I haven't tried. Yeah. It's just that, and obviously there's different perspectives and different types of people, whatever. I always try and look for someone that's like very confident and like, uh, like going to make the first move and do mm-hmm. all of this because I'm tired of doing that. Yeah. I'm tired. Everyone can think it's misogynistic or whatever else. At this point, I really don't care. I'm tired of making my own decisions. Like, I want someone to just tell me what we're doing. Yeah. I want someone to be like, 
we're going to get married. I'm going to take care of you. I'll ask you when I need help with something to make car, a decision. I'm going to be like, perfect. I'm <laughs> tired of making decisions, doing things myself. I'm tired of being independent. And so it's so funny to think about because I'll like be talking to someone for like a day. And then they just, I realize little things like they haven't asked me a single question about myself. Yeah. Or it'll be cool. They refuse to go past surface level. Yeah. Or cool. The only question they're able to ask me is how was your day? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what happened? Yeah. Like, why is that so why are people not capable of like having depth but it's because i don't think they want it well, I, I think it's just like a very can we live in a world of convenience mm-hmm. now yeah and is convenience great absolutely i love convenience but whenever it comes to dating convenience is not where it's, it's supposed to it's go kind of robbing people of their <clears throat> personalities right yeah i mean these apps these cell phones these websites it's mm-hmm. and it's always like a look it's always the like grass is greener like oh well maybe maybe there's something else out there that's better mm-hmm. well maybe there is maybe there isn't and maybe you're going to be stuck in that pattern for the rest of your life yeah like it's just crazy to me but that's why i love doing the podcast is because you find so many different perspectives from different people and like whatnot because we all have this amazing platform where we're able to talk, communicate, discuss like deep things, surface level things, our traumas even, and then have a conversation about it. I think the girls over at Forever <clears throat> Reckless uh, commented that it's their it's their therapy now. It is. <laughs> like that's the thing is literally it's so nice because we're able to just sit here and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And it makes me really realize too that there's so many people I think that love podcasts because maybe they don't have the friend group or support that the rest of us do. Yeah. And so just hearing that they're not alone in their thoughts and their ideas and whatever else is a blessing. Well, and surely you had some podcasts that you were listening to prior to launching your own. and you- I mean, mine were all true crime, so... <laughs> a little different. <laughs> a little different, but yeah. It's I was too like, much work. Mine's a little bit, yeah. Here's the thing is, I would love to do a true crime podcast, but the, like, storytelling aspect, I can read, obviously. Sure. But, like, putting it all together in, like, such a, like, creative way to make people just, like, hang on every word. Yeah. Not my forte. Well, and some of these guys are going out and solving cases, too. It's insane. <laughs> like, I'm obsessed. Who's got time for that? And that's the thing is, like, I'm still obsessed with all my true crime podcasts. Is like, I need to actually catch up on my Fort Worth ones because I got stuck in the, like, uh, true crime again. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Sword and Scale is, like, my absolute favorite. What's it called? Sword and Scale. And they're local? No. Oh, okay. No. I was like, he's... I don't even remember the name of the guy, but he's, like, huge... And um, their thing is showing you that the worst uh, monsters are real. Mm-hmm. And then they have another one called Sword and Scale Nightmares that are little 30-minute episodes. And it's true crime before bedtime. Mm, no. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I shouldn't, but I do. Well, 30-minute episode, that's yeah. good. That's good for everybody. It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, they definitely do is because I think people just kind of, in a sense, need a reality check of... The world isn't all perfect and hunky-dory and nice. But then at the same time, I'm like, I would also love to live in an ignorant bubble where I think everything is okay. Yeah. Well, it's like a true battle. And if you look at the statistics, and I don't know if this is still true, but a year or two ago, this was true. Violent crime has been on a decline since like the 90s. Like we've actually been doing better with the uh, 
any category, whether it's you know person on person or police brutality or anything that you want to focus on individually, violent crime has gone down drastically since the 90s. Really? This was the case up until about two or three years ago. And I don't I was know. Gonna say I don't COVID. know. What it, yeah. Well, I don't know what it, what it is now. <laughs> yeah. But um, there for a while, we were doing really good. And you couldn't tell that by listening to the news or, you know, the social media stories that come mm-hmm. out. It looks like the world's just falling apart. Yeah. But in many different regards, we've been doing much, much better as history progresses as far as some of that stuff is So considered. here's the thing, though, is, and I'm sure you'll agree, is like all of those things can be true. But like you said, it's all that's being shown to you yeah. is the negativity, Non-stop. not the happy things, not the good positive stories right so what do people think is true Uh yeah there's a a social media person she's on tiktok and uh instagram but she tells the news and she's been invited to the white house to be a correspondent under the table yes Yes. and she does uh banana shirt thursdays or something where she just talks about good stuff and i think that's so important for for our our people that we get our well that's like did you ever watch or i guess not watch um follow it's like tank good news or something i don't think so it's on like oh man hold on let me look i I really kind of stay away from that stuff but uh under the desk news has been one of my favorite media sources for a couple of years now i love all the content and well so oh so it's tank sinatra so he always did like memes and Uh things but then he started Tank's Good News. Okay. So then it was all just happy, positive things he would post on social media. Uh-huh. And I was like, I think that's so important because at least obviously with my Instagram, I try and keep it a little bit more real because it's like my friends, it's people my age mostly. Like, But then my Facebook is more like professional, family, etc. Uh-huh. And so I only on Facebook post positive things. Yeah. I will post real things on Instagram. Now, is that the best course of action, potentially? No, because I should, in ideal, in fairy tale land, be posting everything across all platforms that's just very real. Yeah. But also, like we said, is things are going up in price and I need to keep a job. So yeah. I'm going to leave things professional on Facebook. Right. But it's just crazy to me because I literally started unfollowing or deleting every single person that I would see consistently post negative things. Yeah, I can't handle it. Because I was like, you, I feel like eventually choose to live there. Mm -hmm. Like you can choose, like I could be having the worst day ever and it is my job, I feel like, to pull myself out of it. Yeah, 100%. And like, are there, there's days that I can't and there's days that I need help and there's days that I might just have to be alone for the day and not talk to anyone and that's fine. But there's also the sole responsibility of it I feel like is on me right like I'm the one that has to change it's my life nobody else is going to pull you out of that hole yeah yeah so so we got to 2020 COVID and your show has been taking a turn towards uh, a lot of conversation about dating and just Mm -hmm. social behavior and things like that about a year after that, would you say, is whenever you had another massive rebranding for Corks and Cowtown? I did. Um, I ended up having to let my co-host go. Right. So some information came out that was not ideal about someone that I wanted to be in any type of business with. And so you took a little hiatus. Took a little break. Regroup. Had to kind of... I mean, any, I feel like anytime something like that happens, you kind of have to take a step back. Because I was like, 
should I even be doing this? You know, like what is, what am I supposed to do? Sure. And this was a friend of yours. So this is someone I considered like a brother. You're reevaluating a lot. Because I think regardless of anything, like I still want the best for that person, but it just sucks because I'm one of those people that I feel like whenever I meet someone, I'll like let you in immediately. Mm -hmm. And I expect who you're showing me to be truly who you are. Unfortunately, that's not true. 90% of the time, yeah. it's bullshit. <laughs> I was yeah. like, and it's been a hard lesson to learn. And I unfortunately end up trusting my gut. And whenever things are shown to you, I feel like you always should. Mm-hmm. Some things very slowly over the course of probably a year started happening. Yeah. And I started mentioning, mentioning things to a very select group of people. Yeah. And I was like, am I crazy? Yeah. Like, why does this just feel so off like something is wrong i can't put my finger on it but i never had proof of anything yeah and then a couple other people had some things happen and then things just kind of blew up and a lot of information all came out at once but it really kind of crushed me because all of my intuition was right yeah well and you you kind of walk that razor edge too like you don't want to overreact you don't want to point a finger at somebody and you certainly don't want to be labeled as the crazy person no well that but also like we live i'm not really a big fan of like cancel culture Mm -hmm. do i think there's some people that absolutely deserve it yeah Yeah. but it's one of those things that i do believe people are capable of change do i think most people end up changing no but people are still capable of it Mm -hmm. and maybe it's going to be you know like at the very end that they change but I just could not, especially as a female, with some of the stuff that was presented in good conscience, continue a friendship, relationship, anything. Yeah, totally understand that. So whenever you came back off your hiatus, um, obviously the absence of that person, but what else about your show had kind of changed and is it kind of where you're at today with your show? I mean, I think the Corks and Cowtown is always changing. Like, I kind of like the fact that it's different all the time. I like to keep things unscripted. I like to keep things unedited. Obviously, the biggest change is that now I record at the studio with Paul at Nexum. Mm-hmm. And when did you start doing that? <sighs> well, I actually, before, um, used him a couple times yeah. because of um, the other person had our equipment and things like that and right. wasn't answering. Yeah. Etc. And so I was like, an episode has to go out. Like this is like consistency is key. Yeah. And so is that how you met Paul, or did you already? No, know Paul? I actually it, I met Paul whenever I was recording another podcast with a friend, and he was her producer, and he had this tiny little studio, and okay, yeah, I was like, it was like before, his old yeah. old yeah, I was like before Nexum. And so he and I were talking about how he does some stuff with social media and that he does videography. And I was like, I actually need to do some stuff for a website soon since I do social media. And I was like, I would love to have you do the photography for it or videography. Like, you know, let's try out and see if this is a good partnership. So Paul and I stayed in touch for like a good while. I ended up finally using him. Great product. Everything was happy. Client was happy. And so we kind of like felt each other out for a good while. And then when everything kind of hit the fan, I was like, let's talk. Yeah. I was like, because I need somewhere to go. I tried a couple other places in Fort Worth. Financially, they didn't make as much sense because I was just getting raw like audio. Yeah. 
for like a not great price and i was like this makes no sense because mm-hmm. like my old uh editor was in ohio his name's jason marshall and he's amazing he was amazing he would always like do everything within 24 hours and he helped like kind of guide me and like really start me on everything but it's nice because paul's right here we're able to talk he's also like he's like become one of my best friends yeah and like his son too is like so badass that he's, he's extremely talented his son literally is extremely 16 talented. and like one of the best photographers i've ever yes. seen in my life yes. and so it's just one of those things that like paul's just like so good at doing anything on the creative aspect mm-hmm. and you want to be creative and like make things and do things when you're around him yeah so yeah we'll, we'll put some information about nexum creative studio in the show notes because this is turning into one big old paul nexum <laughs> studio advertisement you're welcome paul i love paul he's a good guy. i know yeah. i was like we went out on friday and we were both hurting yesterday <laughs> yeah what did you learn um komodo's food is amazing Komodos. It's in Dallas. Oh, okay. So there's only one in Miami and Dallas. And so we went for one of my friend's birthdays. Mm -hmm. And so... Sounds expensive. Oh, it was expensive. (laughs) But like, you know, like you like do the like once a year splurge for like a birthday or something. So that's what we did. And it was funny because I had a bottle Paul had given me. And so we had that as like our Mm pregame. But I posted a picture of it. And Paul was like, are you going out? And I was like... Yeah. Is it? And I was like, do you want to come? Is it on your Instagram? No. Oh. <clears throat> um, and I was like, do you want to come? And so he ended up meeting us out there. And then one of my friends, other friends came. Um, I won't say his name just in case he doesn't want it to be said. But so all the guys hit it off and then it was just me and Haley. And so we, I don't know what possessed our bodies that night because we went to Komodo. Then we went to Saya which is a new Mediterranean place next to it. Then we went to Citizen to see my friend Heather, who's the bar manager. Then we were going back to Komodo, <coughs> and we ended up at Bottle Blonde. Here? No. Oh, there's there. one. Okay. There's one in And Dallas. then we finally made it to Komodo. And I was like, how old am I? Like 21? Is it 2 in the morning now? Oh, I, I got home at 5 a.m. <laughs> 5 a.m. <laughs> I w- and then I had a like a bridal shower yesterday. I was like, sometimes I don't make great choices. <laughs> I was like, but I will always celebrate my friends. I'm about to say, so, yeah, maybe not great choices. Yeah, but it sounds like you have great friends. I, that was the thing is, I was like, you have to celebrate your friends. Yeah. You know, like think about like our little pod squad. Yeah. Like we're all so lucky to like have each other and support each other that's what gets me in trouble because i'm like they came to my thing i gotta go to I theirs know. i was like it's our- i know we <laughs> missed you at podcast and pbr this year we were in uh big Band. i know I'm, I'm i was like i was that episode tomorrow oh you are mm-hmm. i was like i'm excited for that one it's so the video is going to be really good i'm going to tell people like you got to go check out the youtube because i'm putting all the pictures and videos i took from that trip yeah into the youtube good so, that'll be good but it was it was a great trip and i hated that I had to make a decision between that because I wanted to no, be well because we wanted the, all all of y'all to be there and, obviously and, yeah that and that's kind of what started it for me mm-hmm. was your event the the year before your mm-hmm. uh, what did you call it podcast and PBR yeah mm-hmm. that that's what started my kind of integration into the pod squad oh so. well we're happy to have you yeah obviously I think we're just I don't think other groups do this. Mm-hmm. That they're just like, hey, come on. Yeah. We can all win. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm very appreciative of it, and it's not lost on me that none of this would have happened without you. 
Oh, well, you, thank you. You have been a, a huge catalyst in what's going on with that little pod squad thing. So. I mean, I think all of us really are, though, because yeah, we all and, like, and I'm not try trying to take so anything from anybody. Yeah, but you have you have been an absolutely integral part of that team. And well, thank you. Thank you for everything that you've done for the group so far, and you just you continue to invite us to these awesome events and making sure that we're included anytime something comes up and. Uh, my show, Forward Roots Podcast, mm-hmm. and a lot of other people's would not be where it is right now if it wasn't for you. Well, thank you. That yeah. makes me happy. Well, I mean it. I mean. It. <laughs> I was like, I just love it. You know, I'm just like, I love our little bubble. Yeah. I was like, I think it's just like, I don't know. I just think that the older you get, too, you get like sentimental about shit. Yeah. For and I'm sure. just like, it's so nice that like we all have each other. Yeah. And even if it's not like like you and I don't get to talk all the time, and no. like a lot of it's just you know like sharing stuff and online and we try and support each each other other, yeah but like that's not hard Mm -hmm. and i think it makes me sad because then you think about other people who are like having businesses and like whatever and maybe it's not a podcast but it's like an actual business Mm -hmm. and their friends don't come support them yeah and i'm like that has to suck Mm -hmm. like like yeah (laughs) but like it's just like but you know like they never support them or like whatever and so one of my girlfriends and i actually had that talk I guess at the beginning of this year is she is a mom she's married she's got you know like four kids she's very very busy and I get that but I felt like every single time that I ever asked her to do something she couldn't do it Mm -hmm. but every single time she asked me to do something I was there right even though I also am busy just in different ways Mm -hmm. and so she sent me like something and I was just like it just rubbed me the wrong way Mm -hmm. And I was probably because I was in my feelings is that I took it a different way than what she meant. She was like, that's not how I meant that at all. She was like, I meant it as like, hey, I'm sorry that, you know, we're in these two different places in life. Like, I obviously still love you and want to be there for you. Yeah. And I just kind of asked her, I was like, when was the last time you came to something of mine? Yeah. I was like, I said, have you ever listened to the podcast? I said, have you ever just shared it and not listened? And she was like, you know what? She was like, I'd never thought about that. She was like, I am so sorry. Yeah. But like, all it took was a conversation. Yeah. And like, now all the time she's like, how can I make sure that I'm supporting you as a friend too? Yeah. It's really wild too, because I I don't understand the, the mental block that occurs. You've got these really good lifelong friends mm-hmm. and then you pour your heart and soul into something. And then you turn around and you, you show them what you did yeah. and you get either no response or a less than what you could, would consider a par response. Yeah. And it really fucks you up. It because does. Because you spent so much and you're sharing this with somebody that you care about. Mm-hmm. Right? And it happens all the time. I had a landscape design company before I started the podcast and that was one of those things where I was just out on my own. Mm-hmm. and. The, the people that I trusted and cared about the most couldn't have given a shit less. <laughs> Which I don't totally blame them because, you know, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, could you just, hell, share something for me? Yeah. I'm out here trying to make this thing work. Well, that's the thing. All is by myself. Like, it ends up being like strangers mm-hmm. yeah. that are the ones that are like supportive and stuff. Which and I'm just so like, wild. Yeah. make it make sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's crazy to yeah. me. Like, it's crazy talk. But here's the thing is, like, I've had a friend that did that to me, too, is she straight up told me she was like, hey, I don't think you're like, she never once, like, said, like, hey, you're not being a very good friend right now. But she was like, you know, I was going through all of this and, like, you were nowhere to be found. And I was mm-hmm. like, you, if you t- just told me that you needed me, 
but at the same time, I was like, I should have been more observant to what was going on. Yeah. Like, we can all do better. Sure. But it's also yeah. one of those things that, like, some of us, like, need to just, like, have that little gentle reminder to be like, hey, I'm kind of struggling right now. Like, if you could just check on me, like, once a week. Yeah. Like, if I ever go silent, like, there's probably a reason why. Yeah. Like, I try and post something probably, like, once a day, at least, on, like, social media. Indefinitely, probably at least weekly. So if I all of a sudden went dark for like a week, someone should probably be like, what's going on? Right. Like, yeah. that's not normal behavior. Sure. I mean, if I was ever kidnapped, you definitely know. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, you know, like those little things is like, we all have our like little quirks and things that we do, but showing up for your friends is not hard. And how special is it whenever you actually, because we're talking about the people that don't show out for mm-hmm. us, but how special is it for the ones that do? Because yeah. I do have a lot of really good friends that also do show up for these yep. events and it makes you appreciate them so much more no absolutely Any, anytime somebody shares your content shows up to an event does mm-hmm. anything to to kind of show their support well it's just like engagement especially we're all on our phones mm-hmm. all the time yeah this is one of the things this is goes back to like the dating beef too i have is like there was a guy that he would respond like he would text me first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and then he would literally not respond till the next day and the next morning mm-hmm. and i was like what is the like what's going on here he's like i'm just really busy i was like no one is that busy like you do not run a like million dollar company Mm -hmm. there are people i was like you choose when you're going to make time for people 100 percent. and it's just one of those things that goes back to it's hard and sometimes you know you can't show up for everyone for everything Mm -hmm. like one of my my friend that i was talking about she was in fort worth yesterday having lunch and she was like, is there any way you can come meet me? And I was like, I literally have a bridal shower. Like, the same time, everything. Like, yeah. obviously, this has been on the books for, you know, like, over a month. I was like, I can't come. And it just sucks, because I'm like, you're right there. Yeah. Like, I would love to see you, but I, have, I can't. I have friends that they'll... You know, to anybody that lives outside of DFW, Fort Worth and Dallas is the same place. Yes. I don't know why. I don't to know how everyone. that's possible, but it's a true Even thing. though they're like an hour apart. So I'll have friends that'll be, hey, I'm going to be in Dallas tomorrow. Tomorrow mm-hmm. I'll be in Dallas. Not, hey, in two weeks I'm going to be on the yep. other side of the Metroplex. But they'll they'll message me, hey, I'm going to be in uh, Dallas tomorrow. And okay, that's great. Are you going to be yeah. in Albuquerque on Tuesday? I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I can't help. I don't know. I'm, I'm busy. So I know. That, that does suck because you, you'll have people that'll you know drive right down I thirty past you, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like you should have stopped sooner. <laughs> or you should have should have called me a month ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you didn't just choose to do this today, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it's just tough, but I don't know. Like I think it shows you when to be like more thankful, and also mm-hmm. it teaches you that we're all still learning and growing and changing, and that we have to evolve. And nobody gets it 100% right all the time. And so no. we, we have to exercise a little bit of grace, too. Mm-hmm. And try not to get upset every time somebody exactly. acts in a way that we don't think is uh, <sighs> exceptional. It's, and it's it's hard. I was like, I'll be one of the first ones to say it. I was like, sometimes I was like, I, my, I'm very, I don't want to say emotional because women always get labeled as like, oh, you're so emotional. I'm very quick to um, respond. Yeah. Like, I will just like, my immediate response. And unfortunately one of my immediate responses is anger quite often (laughs) and it's very hard for me to sit back and be like why do you feel this way do you truly have a reason to feel this way 
like let's find out what the facts are first your inner monologue is starting to sound a lot like mine yeah i was like (laughs) i am very quick to just be like i will mm -mm." like it's i will jump down someone's throat in a heartbeat and i'm also very quick to if someone's doing it to one of my friends oh yeah if you want to see me mad we'll get mama bear say, oh yes mama bear real quick i was like literally that's like the worst i get mm-hmm. like you can talk to me like talk down to me talk shit to me i don't care but if you talk to one of my friends like that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah no 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 shouldn't same, have done same. that same thing i was like and i don't know why like where do you think that comes from though i don't know because i do the same thing too but i i i credit that uh, on my end of it, towards the the military thing, like, okay. Like we would, we had our we had our squads. You know, we had our mm-hmm. little tight little group of people, and we did everything together. And well, we are the pot squad. And yeah, and anytime I've you know, and that protective thing kind of extends even to people that I work with who yeah. I don't even like that much. But yeah. they're my guys. I work with them, and if anybody, we had a guy at two in the morning one time drive into our plant. Which is very odd because we're on like a very back road. There's no reason for anybody to be... Anyway, just a strange car mm-hmm. came rolling in there. And it came right up to a group of the guys that I work with. And I didn't even think about it. I start jogging over there to see what's going on with this guy. And turns out he had a gun in the car. And there was like a whole situation. And if we hadn't have all kind of converged on that one car at the same time, he might have done something. Yeah. But the fact that we were all just like, what's this shit? Meerkat, you yeah. know, let's figure out where the danger is. And But you trusted your instinct. I don't know. I, it, it was just a response. It wasn't mm-hmm. even a, a thought in my mind. And, and then mm-hmm. whenever the guys were like, yeah, he had a fucking gun in the car. <laughs> like, I don't know what that was about. But it's just one of those things that I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I preach all the time is trust your instinct and trust your gut. Because here's the thing. Every single time I've ever been like, maybe I'm overreacting. I've always proven myself right. Yeah. Every single time. Well, and the older I get, the more I listen to that. Yes. But here's the thing. Why are we not teaching people when they're younger to do that? So they actually, like, don't suffer as much. Mm -hmm. And that they, like, just learn it from a young age. Because I just consistently, for the longest time, especially, like, from being divorced, like, I, if people had just told me, like, no, trust your gut. You have every right to feel that way. Not given me 37 excuses of why I could be wrong mm-hmm. and that I need to make sure and give someone a chance. Like, why? Why was I always seen as the crazy one? I think when you're younger, you know, as a kid, your instincts are kind of 50-50. And I think the the thing that you really need when you're younger is a mentor. Somebody probably in our yeah. age group that our instincts are a little more dialed in. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I've done that recently. Um there's there's been a situation that's been popping up kind of repeatedly these individuals that i know something's going on i know something's wrong Mm -hmm. they're not saying anything but it's all over their face it's their mannerism it's the way they're acting and the first two three four times maybe half a dozen yeah i did tell myself like just chill out you're overreacting and now and just had another incident the other day and i'm like no, I've I I had this pegged from the very beginning. Yep. And I don't know what got said or what happened, but something is going on here and I need to separate myself from the situation. I think it's the craziest thing because I wish you could almost like bottle that moment that you're just like, ding, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. 
and be able to like hold on to it so you can go back and see when else that's happened yeah and then see if you are right each time well and you just described exactly what an instinct is like you whenever you have a feeling it's based on something that maybe you can't pin down exactly when Mm -hmm. or what happened but you've experienced something in your life that is cluing you in on like some kind of yeah. sub-situation that you can't put into words, but you know something's wrong. So I listened to this... Who was it? It was like a podcast clip, and then I went down the rabbit hole with this guy. But he was talking about how so often that, you know, we do is like, we over-justify things. Mm-hmm. And that we're so used to over-justifying things because of someone's feelings, or because of, you know, certain situations, like, etc. And it was just like, Especially people, this is not my personal belief, but that like believe in evolution and everything else, Mm -hmm. you know, and like with animals are like, well, you know, animals have instincts, like they just know how to do these things. Mm -hmm. So often they're like, why do you think that as a human, when you feel that way, it's wrong Mm -hmm. when it's literally like your body is telling you something is wrong. Don't try and tell it. No. Yeah. And I was like, I never thought about it that way. It's like, we're basically told that nowadays that we should not be listening to ourselves mm-hmm. when we have those feelings. Yeah. Because heaven forbid A, B, C, and D, and, you know, E, F, G could all possibly be happening. Yeah. How often are those things actually happening, though? And I, I don't know. It's it's, uh, it's maybe the media. Uh, you, you watch these. I don't know. Uh, nobody watches soap operas anymore. But <laughs> You watch these people act dramatically and yes. they get in these situations and you go, God, I don't want to ever be that person. No, right? no. So I think maybe that might have something to do with I it. I don't know. I was like, I just thought it was like very interesting. So like, especially people that, you know, maybe don't like to me, I feel like a lot of time I'll like say it's not only intuition and trusting my gut, but I'm like, God's giving me a sign to be like, Hey, you know, Snap maybe like out of it. You know, I'm showing you something for a reason or like, mm-hmm. especially there's the quote that's, you know, like whenever someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Right. hundred percent. And I just think there's all these things that like you're shown and like, you know, you hear or you read and it's like, why do we try and go against those? The only other thing I can come up with is I know that sometimes I do and say things that are interpreted way differently than I meant for them to be. I can get that too. And so maybe we don't want to do that to other people because we're so afraid of it happening to us. Maybe that's got that. something to do with it because yeah. I I've said and done things in the past that have gotten very blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. People have gotten the entirely opposite idea of what I was trying to communicate and I try to do better at that, but Yeah. I'm not I don't think I'm ever going to master that skill. <laughs> I don't think I ever will either. I was like sometimes I'm like, "Oh, I put my foot in my mouth right there." Yeah. And I'm just like, "Wait, that's not what I meant." Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's I feel like that's the worst is whenever you're just like trying to get a point across and you say something and everyone goes, "What?" And you're like, "That's not what I meant." Like I I would love it as much as like I am terrified of science. Mm-hmm. I would love it if someone could just like put something in my brain because it all makes sense up here. Right. And I'm like, how do I get it to come out you need the right way? GPT. I know, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I need it to like, this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Just like we, look, full circle. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we started with. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was like, but also, I don't know. I also love human interaction and communication because I think that it's, it's real. Yeah. Like it, we're not all great at it, but it's real. That's another reason to be very appreciative of the people that can 
put up with our shit, I guess, because yes. not everybody is going to be able to. Mm-hmm. It's a true story. <laughs> true, true story. The best friends I've got, they, <laughs> you know, some some people that really get me. I'll be sitting at a, a table or something, well, you're having a conversation with a group of people or whatever, and I'll say something, and there, there's that moment. Uh, Chad did this to me. We were sitting at the Jerry Jonestown Massacre, uh-huh. and uh, I feel like me and Chad were just on the same wavelength, and I was trying to pay Dustin a compliment, and I said, I want more bullshit like what you have on your show on my show. And he just looked at me, and he's like, so you like our bullshit? You, you want bullshit, do you? Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> and Chad looked at me, and I looked at, I, like, I immediately looked at Chad, like, save me. And Chad was like, what he meant was, <laughs> yes. he really appreciates, like, some of the content of your show. And I was like, yes, oh, okay, I used well, the no. wrong word. I was like, I hold on. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on. We're about to have some beef real fast. Okay. Because this is something, that's a great point that you're making, because I feel like this might have been what happened whenever I was listening to the Jerry Jones, Jonestown guys, uh-huh. and you were on there. It was after um, the annual meeting when we all went to go to Rabbit Hole. And I was on their show? Yeah, you were on their show afterwards. okay. okay. But you were on their show afterwards, and it was whenever you brought up Joe T's, and you were just like, everyone jumped down my throat or whatever about Joe T's, and I was like, the reason why is because of the way you said it, because oh. it was me that like jumped down your throat about it, because oh, okay. instead of saying, like, I don't think the food is that great, you said, Joe T's fucking sucks, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, I was like, we just honored them at this, like event and everything and you said something along those lines but it was like very like aggressive and I was like whoa 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 and so but it was one of those moments and then you were like no that's not what I meant and so we had you and I then had that exchange and I was like okay I was like oh my gosh and then I told you I was like this is how you have to order your food there yeah 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 so because remember I told you I was like well what do you get there and I was like because I here's the thing no one is saying Joe T's is gourmet right Mexican food and everyone knows at this point you go to Joe T's because of the atmosphere and the margaritas but my trick that I want everyone to know (laughs) is how to order there okay so if you get fajitas please just get the beef just the beef and you're gonna order it beef fajitas medium rare extra seasoning okay and that is the ticket and then also (laughs) It's not advertised, but get the chimichangas. Okay. Secret menu? Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, if you haven't heard it on uh, Course in Cowtown, now you've heard it here. Exactly. And now you know how to order. But you're right. The atmosphere out there, it's it's iconic. It's Mm -hmm. very Fort Worth. Like, you can't go to Fort Worth for the first time and not swing by Joe T's. Oh, absolutely. Got to check it out. I mean, waiting in the line for an hour when it's hot sucks. I don't know if I'd do it right now, though. I'm doing it tonight. So. Are you serious? That's where our dinner is. What time? Seven. Uh, yeah, that's I know. That's why I was kind of hoping it would rain earlier. I was like, it'll be fine. Oh, it rained a little bit. I was on Not the motorcycle enough. this morning. I had the roadcaster strapped to the bike and everything. Oh my gosh, coming that's terrifying. from Weatherford, and it just started pouring on. Wait, me. you're in Weatherford? Uh, my girlfriend is in Weatherford. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so I was in Weatherford. I was gonna say. <laughs> oh wait, that's right. Because I told you I'm in Willow Park now. Right. Yeah. Oh, I was like, okay. I forgot about that. It is very different out there. Yeah, it's financially, it's a little little West Texas, little little dusty. Uh, it's expensive. Willow Park, yeah, unreasonably doesn't make sense. I was very confused. I thought it'd be the opposite. It should be. There's nothing there. Alita's like that too. It's so apparently they like see themselves as the same thing. Oh really? 
And I was like, how? You're like, not... Have you gone by... I think it's called Drake's Yoke. No. Everyone said to go, though. Okay, so here's the thing. Does I, it fucking suck, too? <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what. The, the prices on the menu don't match up with the quality of food. I That's what that. I would say. Um, no, it's, it's decent. It's a decent breakfast place. But I tell you what, if I'm going to spend that much money... Like, give me an example of something. I'll spend half and just go to Old, pa- Old, Old South Pancake House and get the same I quality I love Old South. I do, too. And I think it's better than Drake's Yoke. Half, okay. half the price. So. Oh, here's the thing. I will say this about Old South. There was an article, I forget who did it, that they said it was the best breakfast in Fort Worth, and I disagree with that. Oh, yeah, that's not true. That, I was like, who did this? Yeah. But... Best breakfast place, go. Fort Worth. Just breakfast or brunch? What are we saying? Let's let's just do breakfast. Ooh. I don't... I'm not a big breakfast person. So, I used to say Lucille's. I used to really... I've only been there one time. ...really like Lucille's. Okay. And their food is still great, but then I found Snooze. Okay, I do love Snooze. And Snooze is yes. not locally owned, so I don't like supporting I feel you that. On that. That's a struggle. Fuck, it's good. It is really good. So good. It is so good. They have a secret menu too. Do they? And it's been so long since I've eaten there. I really like it's as bad as things have gotten with the economy, whenever I think about, okay, I'm going out to eat, where am I gonna spend mm-hmm. my money? I won't go to a place like Snooze anymore. Because I want to support my friends. I want to support my neighbors. Yeah. You know so. what? Yoke downtown used to be really uh, good, too. Just like Snooze. Yeah. yeah. Is it still there? I was like, yeah, I think okay. it is. I haven't been I there I think they years. started alcohol, too. Really? I think they started okay. serving alcohol. So they're doing mimosas in the morning yeah. and things like that. So for brunch, I have to go Wishbone and Flint. Okay. Yeah. Like, And that, they, that's a local place, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really damn I, good. Oh, it's so good. You, like... I feel like they just have a lot of options, too, for brunch. I can't remember what I had, but I went to see Jaybird's play. Oh, okay, yeah, Him yeah. and his wife were doing, like, a little acoustic set, mm-hmm. and I think that was the first... I'd been there one time before, and I boycotted them for a while, because I walked in, and I, I said, it's just, just me, just one person, and they said, I'm sorry, we don't have any tables. And I said, well, I can wait. And they said, no, 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 we're booked all the way through. Like, we have no tables available. We're completely booked up. Mm-hmm. And I went, do you know who I am? Shut up. <laughs> Did you really? I didn't say it. I didn't say it, but Robin, I thought it. <laughs> you know <laughs> You know how many times I've like literally sometimes been somewhere and I was like, what if I just pretended I was someone completely different and I acted like that? So I will tell you this. So whenever we went to Komodo or whatever, obviously, Dallas is much different, obviously, from Fort Worth. So my friend was DJing. And he was just like, you know, let me know if you need on the list, like whatever. And I was like, well, we did get some extra people that are joining us. I was like, would you mind? I was like, whatever. And he was like, no, you're totally cool. You know, like whatever. Because he didn't start DJing till midnight. Oh, shit. And so obviously we'd eaten there earlier in the night. And if anything, we would have just gone up. But we wanted to go hop around and do stuff. So we come back and I feel like door guys all have a complex. (laughs) And I'm not a tough guy complex. I'm not going to say what I think it is on your podcast. Oh, you go right ahead, man. I think they all have tiny penis complex. Oh, that checks out. And so I just think it was like one of those things that like obviously the store guy like he like sees us walking up and he closes the rope. And I was like, okay, I was like, well, I was like, he goes. He's afraid you're going to rush him or something? Like like you're about to just open it back up, bro. Like just leave it. Like what do you think is going on? And so he, like, closes it, and he, like, walks away for a second, 
and just like looks at his phone and then comes back and is like hey and I was like um we're on the list um to go up to the lounge he's like you're on the list let me check what's your name and he opens his notes app in his phone and I was like there's no way that's your fucking list for Komodo I was like there's no way and he was like, you're not on here. And I was like, <laughs> literally. and I said, well, I said, Jason. He goes, who's Jason? I was like, the DJ upstairs. Like, he's literally, I said, Jason, Electrofunk. Like, what? also, by the way, he's an amazing DJ. He's not just a DJ. He's like a producer engineer. He's okay. just phenomenal. But it was just so funny because the store guy just like, he like hated me the second he saw me. <laughs> and I was like, sir, like what is this and he just like wanted nothing to do with us he literally like in the middle of our conversation where i'm just like well what are you wanting to do i was like i said are y'all at capacity he goes yeah we're at capacity these like three girls obviously just like walk over and they're like can we get in and he's like sure and just lets them in and i was like what just because i have guys with me i was like this is ridiculous but it was one of those things where i wanted to be like obviously he was DJing but I wanted to be like I know him (laughs) and I was like I couldn't do it though because I was like first of all the like just being that person I was like this guy is so stupid and so then one of the other guys that was with us is just like he's a Dallas guy so he does things like this often he's like I'll just buy a table and I was like no it's like the principle of it like I know we're on there and this is so stupid that he's being so rude for no reason. So what did y'all end up doing? And he bought a table. Oh but here's God. the... But remember, they were at capacity, though. They had no tables, no room, let the three girls in. I was like, this is dumb. Got up there. There was not a capacity by any means. Not even half of... No. Yeah. And I was just like, this is so stupid. But it, I totally get it. Because it's like one of those little things where you just want to be like, do you know... <laughs> And I'm just like, <laughs> my problem is, is like, I would do that. And I'd be like, just kidding. I'm nobody. <laughs> I'd be like, it doesn't even make sense. I, the, the closest I ever got to doing something like this, and I can't remember the name of the place. I would totally put them on blast if I, if I could remember the name of this dump, but I shouldn't say dump because friends of mine work there. Um, oh, now but, I really want to know. <laughs> well, by work there, I mean gig there. Oh, so okay. I, I went to go see, <clears throat> I'm not going to say their name because I don't want them associated with the uh, shit talking I'm about to do. Uh, but an incredible uh, two-piece band uh-huh. is playing at this place in Weatherford. Okay. And I've oh, never, it's in Weatherford? Yeah. I've never okay. been into this place. And it's far before I had uh, b- before I had a girlfriend in Weatherford, right? <laughs> so there's no reason for me to be in Weatherford other than them. Yeah. So I call ahead to this place and I go, hey, just calling to make sure music's on tonight, blah, 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 this band. Oh, yeah, they're, they're here. Okay, great. Do I need to make a reservation? Nope, no reservation. Great. So I get there and I ride the bike out there. Uh-huh. It was like a, almost an hour ride out there because I was like on the other side of Fort Worth for some reason. And I get out there. I walk in. It's just going to be me. I'm here to see the band. And this lady looks at me and she goes... It gives me the up and down with oh, the eyes. Oh, that's the worst. And she goes, I'm sorry, we're full. And I said, no, uh, you don't understand. I called and asked if I needed reservations and whoever was answering the phone. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her like, probably you. Yes, exactly. Told me I didn't need reservations. So I'm going to need a table. I just drove in from Fort Worth and I'm here to, to support the band. I'm, I'm going to be doing that yeah (laughs) it's gonna happen and she goes i'm sorry i don't know what you want me to tell you because we don't have any tables everything is reserved and i was like all right well i'm here to cover the band 
take videos and take pictures yeah. I'm with the Fort Worth Roots podcast. And I said it in kind of a boisterous way. Uh-huh. I'm with the Fort Worth Roots podcast. I am the Fort Worth Roots <laughs> podcast. And I'm required to be here for this yeah. band. So you get your manager, you do whatever you got to do because I have to be in here. And she yeah. was like, let me see what I can do. And so the manager came back over, and she's like, "What's going on? Just give them a table." But like, it was so. But that's the thing is, I'm just stupid. like, I feel like some people just want to pitch some shit. No, but they know. like should not ever be in an authority role. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm it just is. Like, right? Wh- how did you get here? Who uh-huh. approved this? Well, I make minimum wage, and that's the thing. I'm just like, this uh, makes no sense whatsoever. I showed up. <laughs> I just, I do not understand. But yeah, I was like, I'll never forget this guy's face. Like yeah. for at least a month because I was so mad just staring at him and I was like you're just lying to my face yeah. and it's pissing me off more and more by the second don't, don't be a dick folks well because the other guy was just sitting back there just doing nothing waiting to open the door and I was like you don't want to like have a conversation and be like hey you're overreacting yeah like you're definitely being that guy right now mm-hmm. and thank god Dallas guy was just like I'll just buy a table and I was like it's stupid it's for two yeah. hours yeah like, do you not want money? Well, and I, I think maybe you were dealing with the Dallas situation. And maybe I was I dealing mean, with a Weatherford the, situation. But that's why see, I stay my ass in Fort Worth. You, exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing is, that's why it's scary to think about leaving Fort Worth. It's just or like... Fort Worth turning into that. Yeah. I would not be okay. That's what I'm afraid of, I think. The one place in Fort Worth that was like that is closed now. And oh, I, I know who you're talking about. Tell me. Varsity? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I It was me, and at the time, I had my own business, and the other four or five guys that were with me, they all had their own businesses. Mm-hmm. And we walk up to the door, I'm wearing a polo and jeans. Nothing, I look like a just typical dad, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the guy IDs me, I walk through, whatever, and the guy right behind me, he's like, oh, sorry, I cannot let you in wearing that. And I turn around, I look at him, and I go... He's wearing the same fucking thing I'm wearing. What's the problem? They said, well, you can leave too. I Okay, we will. We're, we're all leaving right now. By yeah. the way, we all own our own businesses and we were coming to spend money here. What is happening? But that's the thing is like, I feel like eventually you get to a point where just like, cool, I will not support you. Yeah, and I never went back. No. And guess what? You're fucking closed now, Varsity. Uh, <laughs> did you see that they want to try and reopen and they want to go country? The city's blocking them, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. The city's like, no, nah, no, nah, we're good. Good job, Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's one we got so, right. So, yeah, there's one that's right. I was like, I'm very confused because here's the thing is like Riot Room's doing great. I have not been to Riot Room. I was like, it's great. Where I was like, I love it. It's in 7th. Okay. So, it's the old, um, it was an initially a wine bar and then it was okay. like right there on the uh, punch bowl, yeah. which I literally went in there one time and I said, this is not going to last. 88 days. Punch bowl lasted 88 days. I literally walked in there one time and I even told them, I said, this is not going to last. There, here's my thing is here's another theory I have. So businesses that are Fort Worth based right. can go to Dallas okay. and succeed. Mm-hmm. Dallas businesses cannot come to Fort Worth. I know of two that have failed almost overnight. Punchbowl yes. was one of them, mm-hmm. and the other one was the Deep Ellum whatever. Yes, they had right. And down then the also Dirty Bones, that was where Kona was. Okay, yeah, yeah. So and then also it their was food was actually really good. It, Dirty Bones. I've been in there once. It was ex- it was. Great. Oh, I was like, are you thinking about Stir? No, I think it was because it, it was a chicken wing place, right? Yeah, yeah. I did not have. I only had one flavor I liked there. Okay, I. Yeah, so, I, I only went once and was yeah, pretty impressed. But so great. same. But that's the thing is, so Stir was in Dallas also, 
and Dirty Bones was in Dallas. And they're in the same location? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They both felt... But so then also, well, this is going to turn into like me bashing places in That's Fort okay. Worth. That's but okay. um, <laughs> Goat and Vine, now. The place that uh, in Montgomery Plaza, mm-hmm. that nothing can stay there. You know what I'm talking about? Is it that on spot? the corner? Yeah, it's that like okay. corner of death. Yeah, yeah. That literally nothing facing target can like. No, it's not facing target. It's oh, like okay. right on the back corner. Um, well, I guess it's you know if you, depending on the direction you're in, you might think it's facing. Yeah, I mean it's target. It's, it's in it's the on alleyway. The yes, right. in that alleyway. And so, but you know, I was really excited about Goat and Vine. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, good. I was like, this looks like really cute. It looks like they're doing good with their marketing every single person I've talked to recently is just like nope trash Hmm. I was like same with me because whenever I went they were out of everything on a Monday Yeah, they were out of everything so it's like more of a their big thing is wine so I was like oh I want to try one of your wines and they were just like oh we're out I was like well what about this wine we're out Mm. what about this wine you're out same thing the bartender I was like okay I said well I said can you do a gimlet and she was like hold on let me go check and I was like she didn't know what it was what do you mean go check so she went, asked the bartender, and he was like, no, we can't do that. Hmm. I was like, a gimlet's very simple. And so then I said, well, can you do, like, a classic daiquiri? Because I just wanted, like, a drink that was, like, in a cute glass for, you know, photos. Yeah. And so then, same thing as the bartender comes over and was like, we don't have a frozen machine. <laughs> I was like, a classic daiquiri is not frozen. Like, it's literally not frozen. He was like, oh, he was like, oh well, I, that's not what she said. And I was just like, okay. So then, same thing. <laughs> So then we finally ended up getting our food and they do like the little charcuterie boards. And in the photos, they all looked really, really cute. Uh, and then I got one, we ordered one and there was like, it looks like five pieces of like <laughs> sausage from like Heim or something that were like crooked and like not cut properly. And then there was literally like five grapes, like some were on the vine and some weren't, which made it even more awkward. I was like, why does it look like this? And then there was one piece of cheese that was so hard, we literally tried to cut it, it flew across the restaurant. Holy shit. And I wish I was exaggerating because I said, I'm afraid to cut that, it's going to fly across the restaurant. And And literally, it did. did. (laughs) Like, run the tape back, you can watch it happen. And so, I was just like, this is chaotic. And I'm stressed. And then, same thing as one of my friends went, and she said, we got, she goes, did you get the charcuterie board? And I was like, yeah. I said, I was very confused about the sausage on it. I was like, typically you get, you know, like salami and like other little things. Yeah. And she was like, they put roast beef on ours. And maybe, here's the thing is I was like, okay, maybe they're doing like a savory board and stuff. No, same thing. Like they're little like chis, like crisps or like bread sticks, yeah. whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. that. Like it's supposed to be like your cracker. Yeah. I was like, they were so hard. I like literally couldn't eat it. And I was just like, okay. I was like, I'm just going to try it again. Another time someone said brunch was better. And then I talked to some people and they were just like, nope, brunch is just as bad. And I was like, well, I was like, sad day. Because it's so cute in there. Yeah. It's like very aesthetically pleasing. And I was like, what is it about that corner? Got to get their kitchen together. Like, what is it about that corner though? And then just like food industry in general right now is so difficult. I mean, everybody is struggling. Yes. Um, And to to what I was talking about earlier, like I just will not go to these, excuse me, I won't go to these big national chains anymore because there's too many businesses around here that I want to see survive. Mm -hmm. And if I have that feeling and I don't act on it, I'm I'm just being a dick. I'm not. Okay. Where have you not gone that you want to go yet? Snooze is the, is, is the one that breaks my heart because I want to go in there so bad. But okay, what about other Fort Worth places? 
other Fort Worth chains that I won't go to? Not chains, but like what Fort Worth restaurants have you not been to yet that you want to go? Um, there is a new Tim Love restaurant over there by Second Rodeo. It's not super new, but it's new enough. Oh, that Katarina's? I been, yeah, I haven't been in there. Katarina's yet. or Paloma Suerte? Both of those. Okay. I haven't been to either one. So I would like to go mm-hmm. to those. And um, I think that might be it as far as ones I'm aware of. I've been to everything. Oh, you're up very and down behind. Main Am I? You're very behind. Okay, lay yeah. it out. Where do we need to go? I was like, so, well, there are places I haven't even gone yet. Okay. Because, like, we keep getting more. Mm-hmm. So, those are, like, from last year. Right. Yeah. So, here. <laughs> I go to Pouring Glory a lot. We, we got to get you caught up some. <laughs> if I go you know? somewhere else, I don't get to have a burger at Pouring Glory. That's I mean, another big problem. I know. Problem. I still need to have a burger at Pouring Glory, so. <laughs> yeah, you're missing out, dude. I mean, I love a good burger. But, so... You need to go to 61 Osteria. Okay. Which is in downtown. Okay. Have you been to Wicked Butcher? I haven't. Oh my gosh. I've been to Bird and Branch. Okay. Since it rebranded and everything? Yeah, this was pretty recently. Okay. I was like, I haven't been since they did their rebrand. I just love the atmosphere. Well, does it still look like a cafeteria inside? Are we talking about the same place? With mm-hmm. the big badass outdoor patio yes. on like the eighth floor? But that's what I'm saying. Is they did like a rebrand because before no, no, it, it lo- looked like a cafeteria inside. To me, it looks more like kind of a typical hotel restaurant kind of. Okay. I mean, like aesthetically, like the furniture and the way they've got it set up, it looks like every five-star hotel I've been to that has their own restaurant. Okay. I'm know. excited to see it then. But the, the patio is really badass. No, the patio is amazing. Yeah. Um, then there's also, uh, it's either, I'm not French, so okay. it's Le Margot, I'm guessing. And it's French. <laughs> you nailed it. So I was like, it's either <laughs> Le or La. I was like, it's one of those. Either way, close enough. So, um, so Graham Elliott, who's a, like, I believe an iron chef is okay. part of it. And it's actually where the old um, like Cornerstone Bakery that was on, I believe, Hewlin okay. was. It's like by the Panda Express. And this is where it's at now? Yes, where okay. it's at now. And so I'm very excited to try that because it's so cute inside. Um, also, we have Quince, which is on University, which is where the old Bar Taco was. Oh, my God, Oh, dude. my gosh. It's so stinking cute. Did you die when we lost Bar I Taco? I loved Bar Taco. That was hands down my favorite place to take people one because of my it was, favorite yes yeah there's there's more expensive mm-hmm. more badass places you can take people but bar taco it was, was right on the river and it was cheap it was cheap it was great and it was so good yeah everybody in there was so friendly like yes they, and it was so cute inside too they definitely had like that chick-fil-a thing going on where like they teach their staff to be like good humans yes you know what i mean hey i'm not mad at that yeah i like i like to feel like you give a shit exactly whenever i'm spending a shit ton of money at your because exactly. even though it's cheap like you're gonna get like a bunch of tapas or the little bitty yes. plates you're gonna spend 40 mm-hmm. bucks well because they get you on the alcohol <laughs> the alcohol but all yeah. the other little appetizers they had oh i gotta try I know. that God, oh i remember that from well, last it was time cool i gotta because like you want to go like if you're doing like the tacos and stuff it's like cool i want a shrimp taco i want a fish taco i want this taco and they had so many varieties mm-hmm. i loved it did COVID kill them? COVID no, it was pre. Them. Was it really? Pre that, yeah. Man, it was so oh, good. Oh, it was so good, yeah. That Does that place... Um, well, we're going to get all stuck on Bar Taco now. <laughs> but anyways, so Quince is amazing. It's super cute, obviously. The other one is in, I believe, um, San Miguel, Mexico. Really? Um, so we're, it's one of two. Obviously, the views are a little bit different because the one... They live streamed the one in Mexico... 
and it's so cool because there's like this like massive like cathedral behind it uh-huh. and so we get the trinity river <laughs> where are they live sh- like is there a screen yes. and it's live streaming mm-hmm. the view there yes how sick what a good and idea so it's well just i did learn something about them but i'm gonna save that for my podcast because okay. i need That's to right. spill the tea now this won't come um, out for a couple months probably so oh okay then i can say it yeah so anyways i had told them i was like they told us that there was a dj mm-hmm. and that it was going to be you know like live streamed um at the restaurant in fort worth and i was like that's so cool and so i was like let me talk to one of your managers i have an idea and so one of the managers came over and was like oh i heard you you know had something to say and i was like i just have an idea that just popped in my head is there a way that you could start like a request line for the dj there so then you can be like this song is being requested from fort worth yes i was like that would be so cool because then it's like interactive and your guests like actually know and everything else and she was like i have to tell you something and she was like it's not a current live oh, stream. Oh, you bastards. I know. And so then I was like, no. I was like, my hopes and dreams are crushed. Oh, But come they on. are going to eventually have an actual DJ in Fort Worth. Okay. So that, I guess, makes it better. But it was just like such a bummer because I was like, yeah. that was a like cool aspect to like yeah. <clears throat> think like, okay, well, it's like a communicate, another way to communicate, you know, yeah. and like have something in common. Well, why can't they do that like <clears throat> legitimately? I mean, there's that no reason cool. they couldn't. Let's do but, that. Yeah, so we'll just do that now. How is the place? Is it real oh, it's vibey? Gorgeous. You like yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Okay. The food's excellent. And also, so the only thing I wouldn't order there is their sea bass. Okay. So I would say don't get the sea bass. Their steak was phenomenal. Um, their sushi is phenomenal. Their rock shrimp, amazing. Um, what else have I had there? The truffle risotto, oh. amazing. Do not get their cheesecake. It is... <laughs> I'm sure someone else would think it's, like, amazing. I thought it was just weird. Okay. Like, they did too much. Like, they just were trying to be too different. Talking about the sea bass, there's been a a little clip of a documentary, I think, from 60 Minutes going around Mm -hmm. social media, talking about how a lot of these restaurants are using a cheaper bullshit fish. Oh, I believe it. To take the place of, like, these expensive items that Mm -hmm. you might pick out on the menu. So, you know, you'll get this plate and you'll be like, mmm, delicious sea bass. And it's so dirt. I would believe that, except for the fact that Kinsey, their like biggest thing is like a lot of their seafood, and they get it in fresh every day. Okay. So other places, I can absolutely see that. Yeah. But but it it was something crazy. It was like ninety percent of restaurants that stop. they that they investigated, <clears throat> and <throat> some of them were like big chains. Oh, I believe that. And they're they're because just, they're always willing to cut cost and not tell the consumer because mm-hmm. there's no like law requiring you do that. Yeah, but you know, if I if I go to the Nike store and I buy a Nike shirt, and then later mm-hmm. I find out it's a knockoff that you just put in the Nike store so that Nike could make more money, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. And if I order sea bass and I get carp or some other lesser fish, I think you would know if you got carp. <laughs> I, apparently, like this, whatever fish that they're using to cod. substitute. I don't think it is cod because I really? think cod was one of the ones that was getting substituted with this fish. It's it's like it's what it's such a low tier shit fish. I mean, cod is pretty. This is less than cod, whatever it oh, is. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, but they're, they you know they put enough butter on it. It tastes just like whatever. I guess. Well, I they unfortunately, <laughs> I might have just gotten a bad experience with the sea bass at Kinsey, but mm-hmm. it was just it didn't have any flavor the yeah. day we got it. So yeah. that's the only reason I'd say avoid it. But, but oh, worth a second shot. I'd maybe get the sea bass another. I wouldn't tell anyone to go there first time and yeah. get the sea bass. Yeah. 
definitely try something else. Next time, whenever you're talking to the waiter or waitress, be like, has the sea bass gotten better? <laughs> be like, anyways, I'll tell you where the food, just get, this is going to turn into just me. Ro- I Here's the thing. I, like we said, I love Fort Worth. There's so many great things about Fort Worth. But every now and then, some of these places that have so much hype, I'm mm-hmm. like, there's no reason that place should be that hyped. Yeah, 100%. And my other place like that is Hotel Drover. Is like Hotel Drover's drinks, amazing. Food, no. Okay. I will not I'm, eat there ever again. I've never had food. I didn't even know they served food there. The Every single time I've eaten there, the food has been horrendous and or Damn. my friend has gotten sick. And you pay $100 a plate. Yes. Yeah. So it's just one of those places, that, like, especially in the stockyards, when you have somewhere like Lonesome Dove or, mm-hmm. you know, even like H3, whatever, that's like a classic and been there forever. I would suggest someone goes there because yeah. you get consistent good food hell yeah yeah if anybody's listening to this for like advice on where to take people in fort worth for food yeah if you're a carnivore you should go <laughs> we to, got you you should go to lonesome dove yeah i you're was gonna, like lonesome dove is so good you're gonna drop a hundred dollars per person but it's gonna be well it's, worth it it's worth it the I tell truffle people, mac it's so weird um it's the first time it's happened to me twice the the last two times i've been in there whatever i ordered was so good like as i'm eating it mm-hmm. i could feel like something change about my mood like i started Isn't that feeling crazy? better do you happy dance when you eat or is that just women um okay so the gross thing that i do whenever <laughs> i you think happy <laughs> dancing is gross when you're like okay so the thing that i do whenever i'm really digging what i mean uh-huh. i start smacking oh you monster and i don't even know i'm doing it oh that's so awful so i'll tell people like when i get into something i'm like damn this is good i'll tell people left and right of me like if i start smacking will you please okay, tell me never sit next to me i will have a panic attack. <laughs> no it'd be perfect because then you'd be like hey fucker stop smacking I, uh, and then and then once oh. i'm cognizant that i'm doing it i'll stop but I, I would literally just be death staring you i'd be like you know what the fuck you're doing it's right involuntary now. i can't help it. it you just said you know you do it once you tell me once you tell me <laughs> Come on, it, it's it's a it's a problem. You wouldn't make fun of a guy in a wheelchair, would you? Shut up. That's not the same. <laughs> not the same. Okay. So different. <laughs> so we've got we've got some good uh, breakfast places, brunch places. I feel like we just covered a a good. That's another good lunch place. What's the number one place you got people coming in from out of town? They've never been to Fort Worth before. They want a really good dinner. Where are you going to take them? Ooh, Riata. Riata. Sure. Yeah, like it's a classic. It's how, a staple. How long do we get to keep them? I think they're till. I think it was next year, but it's like I want to say it's like maybe June of next year. So it's like almost a year away. It's such I don't a beautiful kn- place. I first of all, what is going to go there? What do they think? And I'm just going to say they. What do they think is going to replace that? Yeah, by the way, Sasha has not gotten back, back to me yet. No, she's same. <laughs> I'm blocked on everything. <laughs> I got blocked. You can use my account if you want. <laughs> Perfect. I was like, careful. I was like, this podcast is probably going to get you blocked too now. Excellent. Um, no, I'm blocked on everything by Sundance You're Square. not cool unless Sasha Bass blocks you. My th- like, can you imagine just like having that much money and like influence in Fort Worth and you're just like blocking a random podcaster for saying come on my podcast and please explain why you're doing insane things mm-hmm. like the here's the thing is like I get so much satisfaction out of that though I'm like I'm glad I bothered you that much <laughs> I'm nobody yeah 
like I, you ha- you could be doing so many other things versus letting me bother you get under your skin yeah like you know what <laughs> blessings I hope I I hope you're scratchy I hope you're itching I hope something happens and Riata ends up pulling out oh no we worked it out maybe I mean awesome. that would be the dream because obviously like I love where they're at but also I think it sucks because obviously in their best interest would be to get out of the hellhole that is becoming Sundance like there's nothing area. lives yeah. there mm-hmm. nothing lives what what do you when was the last time you went down there downtown has lost its vibe it lost its vibe about 10 years ago but like literally like what would you do down there go to Razoo's unless there's something going on on Sundance like Mm -hmm. an event or I'm going to the Jazz Mm -hmm. Lounge or Pete's Piano Bar which is a little bit further down but yeah which isn't even like Sundance doesn't count yeah and that's the thing is like with the parking even is like the fact that now they're somehow taking over the parking and whatever and it's more expensive like yes Bud Kennedy there's like free garages down there but you have to think people don't want to walk 10 blocks to get somewhere yeah like that makes no this is not new york city once again like why are we thinking that we are bigger than we are we need more money to fund more shit well get it from somebody else <laughs> give me some money yeah like my gosh you know no one's gonna be able to business do is enough that we should be able to exactly. pay for whatever exactly that's the thing is it's just like what are you planning on doing well it's like the the tandy center whenever we lost that oh like, my gosh i'm going yeah. back to riata but like that whole Tandy Center thing. Nobody, I, I never got to experience here's the thing, that. Nobody but. even knows about the Tandy Center and that it existed. The subway tunnels are still there. Yes. people. Someone posted the other day and was like, did you know Fort Worth has underground subways? I was like, it has one. I was like, and also, no, it also, we probably have mole people also down there. Yeah. So it's just like one of those things that people don't even know about because it's such a like blip. Yeah. There's an ice skating rink. Mm-hmm. I think I did a fashion show there when I was little, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Like, I'm trying to figure out who to talk to. I I'm still trying to get Maddie Parker on the show. I don't yeah, think it's ever going to happen. She's so hard to get a hold. I I mean, I've been trying. Well, she apparently started a podcast. Yeah, and it's Is she pretty pretty damn decent. Okay, has it been consistent? That I don't know. Okay, I was like, I haven't listened to it, so yeah, it might have fallen off because I haven't seen any new stuff. But I haven't been yeah. diligent about that. But anyway, we got to talk to somebody high enough up that I can get Dustin Snyder access to those tunnels so that he can take pictures of it. Oh, that would be cool. He's an excellent photographer. There has to be like a historian or something that could probably help with that, don't you think? Like a Maybe. Fort Worth historian or like. Teresa Davis has to know somebody. Something. Come yeah. on, Teresa, help us out. Come on, Teresa. <laughs> She's got her short hair now, so who knows? She might be a whole new person. She's been taking some really I good know. selfies this past I know. Few That's days. why I was like, oh, she cut her hair? Yeah. I was like, you know, it's like it is what it is. The city of Fort Worth has spoken, Teresa. We love your new haircut. We love the new hair. <laughs> Looks great. Um, let's get you the hell out of here, man. Thank you so much for of doing course. this. Of course. Thank you. I've been chatting your ear off for, let's see what it says here. I mean, you know, this is basically what we all do, so. Yeah, and it's gotten hot as shit in here. I don't know if you're burning up, but I'm. I'm actually, since I changed my shirt, I'm okay. You're okay? Yeah. Yeah, I was worried about that. So this place is due for an air conditioner upgrade. We're going to do split AC units. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to try to get two if I can afford it. Hey. But we need it. This place is a hot box. <laughs> um, find a AC sponsorship. I thought about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, anyways. Yeah. yeah. If you got some AC uh, skills out there and you want to sponsor the Fort Worth Roots podcast, <laughs> holler at us. 
Where can people find Corks and Cowtown? Um, Corks and Cowtown is on majority of all social media. So Instagram, Facebook. You can also follow my personal, which is Ramblin' Period Rome on Instagram. Um, I am on TikTok. I haven't utilized it in a while. Um, am I following you yet? I don't I'm gonna, know. I'm I, thought, find I you. thought we were. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's but hard to remember these days. That's my favorite social media account right now. Really? Because I, I call it my my dumpster fire. I oh, just, yeah. Whatever I want to do, I just do it. There's some days that I get on my TikTok and I start watching stuff and I'm like laughing hysterically to myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, there are funny people out there. <laughs> like, it's one of those things that I'm like, I'm not the funniest person. <laughs> like, I'm funny, some, but like... Good, good funny folk There's like there. really <laughs> funny people out there and it makes me happy because... Do you like skits? Is that what you lean towards? No, I, oh, I have everything. I love watching the skits. Like, people doing their own like little five minute... I think if someone, once again, could like get inside my head, but also like watch the stuff that's on my TikTok... Like while I'm watching it, like dying laughing, they'd be like, "That's what made you laugh that hard." <laughs> be like, "Yeah, okay, we're sure did." To go into this room. This <laughs> exactly. room was made for people like you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's so. crazy. It's crazy how fast that thing's algorithm can pick up what you want to watch that day. Well, right? and that's the thing is, like, there's days that I'm like, eh, eh, nothing. Like, I'm so annoyed, and then yeah. I like get something, and I was like, "That's the one." But then also, I feel like it, like, kind of like tortures me at times because there's some days that it's like nothing but sad content and I just will sit there and be crying like bawling my eyes out and it'll be like a like one of the best ones that's made me cry really hard was this cow with cancer oh, God. and he like died in the field and all of his cow friends came and said bye to him and I like I was hung over when I saw it and I lost <laughs> my shit emotionally vulnerable I was like hyperventilating I was shit. like curly no <laughs> And so I literally made a TikTok about it too, and I was like, I just cried over a cow on TikTok. I hate hangovers. <laughs> like, but it's like the that type of stuff. His name was Curly. Yeah, you can literally look it up. I'm not gonna oh, watch no. it again because I'll literally oh. start crying. <laughs> but it was just like the perfect like storm of like emotions, and I think my TikTok was like taking me down. It was like, oh, you probably need to relax a little bit. And it was like, we're gonna hit you where it hurts really bad, and it's gonna be a cow with cancer. <laughs> I'm just like, ah. You're not ready for this. I, w- I was not. <laughs> I can tell you, I was not. I never you will be. You also have a website. It's corksincowtown.com. Yes. I did get merch. I have hats oh, now. Cool. Nice. So, But there's more coming. Because it's just like the dad hats that are mostly the ladies like. It just says champagne, please. Did your did your friend put that together too? Your of course your she entire did. Brooke? Is Brooke. that right? Yeah. Brooke from Wandering Roots Designs. I, I need a Brooke. I was like, you can talk to her. I was like, she's amazing. I might need to. I was like, I'll yeah. put you in touch. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you've got lots of other stuff going on. Is there anything else you want to shout out before we get out of here? Um, nothing that I'm ready to shout out. Okay. But I appreciate it. New projects on the horizon? I mean, there's definitely a lot going on. I feel like all of us kind of all have stuff going on. Oh, yeah. On the side. So... I think I've also learned to not say anything till it's happened. I have trouble with that too, yeah. Because I want to make sure that everything's done legally and mm-hmm. no one steals it. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I, I would be at the top of the list of people that would steal shit from hey, me. So, yeah. I was like, I get it. I have great ideas. <laughs> I'd be mad if you didn't try hey, to steal yeah. it. Yeah. Be like, you know what? I understand. There is one thing that I've... Uh, I've I've tried to soft pitch to the RAP podcast and to... Oh, well, we talked about it today. Did you talk about the boxing match? Yeah. Oh, they said... they No, they said, find out what it is. 
please do it. Because I said it needed to be like Beer Olympics or something. Okay. And so if it was, I, that makes it a thousand times better. So there's two things going on. Juan Galvan. Galvan. Uh-huh. Did I say it right? Galvan. Galvan. Um, and he does a lot. He's with the TFTI mm-hmm. and Osos Colosos. Mm-hmm. Is he part of something else too? He's is he got, part he's of Take so It many, Back or whatever? Maybe the, that's what it is. I was like, I can't, honestly, unless I have the list of right. all the podcasts oh, in God, front of me, I, I can't remember. I and if you say one, you got to say them all. And yes, you're gonna forget exactly. Somebody. Anyway, he, he, uh, he wants us to do a boxing match, pod squad style. And and the more I talk to people about this, I'm thinking one minute rounds and we go for a, a championship. Now listen. Now you're saying one minute round? What's a normal round? I think it's three minutes. I think these need to be like thirty second rounds. We because can do that too, but how are you gonna score a thirty second round? Thirty seconds is gonna be long when you're getting hit in the like well, that's the other thing, you know, by we, a non-professional. We, we, we got to watch out for these people that are going to take it way too serious. It, you know? That's what I'm saying. Is like I feel like this crew, as much as we love each other, yeah, we're also very serious well, and we, we like winning. Think about Chad coming at me with them 16 ounces. You know all that you know pent-up aggression that he doesn't want to talk about coming yeah. at my face. He's going to destroy me. I mean, so we're going to have to put out a, 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 I feel like a rule, like hey, Tim might be a little scrappy too. Tim's got the reach. Yeah, I was like, I feel and, like Tim is a secret. Oh yeah, Lyrical's got that reach. I just here's the thing: it's like <laughs> I just told them that I'm picking a team or a side based on the cutest outfits. Oh, we just and need like, them to go after, sh- right? No, absolutely. But like, that's who I'm picking. Is I'm going to be like, I'm team this or that, and then the rest of us can sit here and commentate. I saw that. Did you make a post? Because I feel like I, I yes. saw this. Yeah. I was like, I'll be picking <laughs> who I'm supporting based on outfits. I just tried to unscrew this when the lift already off. <laughs> you told on yourself. I didn't see it. The camera caught it. But I mean, at this okay. point, I'm just going to be honest about things. We're dehydrated. Know? The heat's getting to us. Don't judge us. I think also when you just like don't shut up for like an hour and a half, your throat's eventually like, hey. Yeah. Maybe stop. I'm just, you heard mine. Mine locked up <laughs> I know mine did too. Ago. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, any collaborative thing that you've got going on we're always here for you um oh, thanks, i love the thing. little pod squad thing that you've put together like, and i, I want to see pod it prosper squad. i know yeah it's like we're, we've got it you know we can do it well and if i haven't beat the horse to death already you thank you for everything that you've put into it because well, thank you uh, i appreciate that uh, i i wouldn't have been introduced to the group if it hadn't have been for your first event that i went to the corks and cowtown the pbr Aww, thing well good so it makes you. me happy i think we all just we needed it and it's mm-hmm. nice that we can all be together and i was like and i'll give chad a lot of credit for that too because chad and i kind of talked a lot behind the scenes and we're like i think this could be something like we could work together and like make it even bigger because I feel like we were kind of obviously the fir- only podcast I ever saw first before me was it's probably you okay. with Lance. Yeah. And so he and I always stayed in contact, but then the second one I ever saw was funky Panther. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of, you know, gained traction quick because they were doing video. Mm-hmm. And so we started talking and I feel like that's when we were kind of like, Hey, we could really be doing more with this. Yeah. And then it just kind of like birthed itself. Yep. Has a mind of its own. Now there's a new event every week with Mm -hmm. one of the local podcasters doing something. It's so cool. (laughs) Like, it's so cool. Like, your event was great, too. Yeah, and thank you for coming to that. Yeah, I was like, I hated that I was just there at the end. But once again, I was like, I had another. But that's. That day was a baby shower. You know, just just showing up whenever. You don't have to stay long. Just pop in. Mm -hmm. Say hi. take Take a picture. Put it up. Yeah. That's all it takes. 
It's not hard. Show some support. We try. <laughs> we try. All right. Um, we did all the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be information in the show notes so that you can find Corks and Cowtown easily. And uh, can we get you back on the show soon? And, and Whenever. Let's not make it a year. Absolutely. Awesome. Let's all do right, it. All right, Robin. Thank you so much. Fort Worth Roots. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Robin, thank you so much for being a guest on our show. She's been nice enough to invite me on her show, Corks and Cowtown. You can find that on all the major streaming services. We'll also have some additional links in the show notes that you can find Robin uh, and her work more easily. But Robin, thank you so much. And again, thank you for what you do for the Fort Worth community, the creative community, and the podcasters specifically. Uh, we couldn't, couldn't have gotten to where we are today without you. And we look forward to doing a lot more with you in the future. Glad we finally got you in the studio. And uh, let's go ahead and put another one on the schedule so that we can, you know, <laughs> get it done without waiting another year. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. September 23rd, out at Pouring Glory, we've got the big event. This year is Benefiting Cook Children's Hospital. I know you got stuff to do. You're a busy person. It's from 11 to 6 on that Saturday. If you could come out and show your support for 20, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, that would be wonderful. Take a picture with us. Help us show Fort Worth that whenever Fort Worth Roots Podcast puts on an event, people show up. And whenever we support a charity, that really means something. And I understand things are tight right now, but all you got to do is show up and it will be a huge uh, help. Show up hungry. Have some food. That will also help the charity. All sorts of good stuff. And it's going to be a great day. All the uh, goodwill towards humanity stuff aside, four incredible bands, vendor market. We're going to have uh, grab bags at the door. Uh, We're going to do a door prize, giveaways, and uh, we're going to have some really cool stuff there. So anyway, if you can make it out, September 23rd, 11 to 6, uh, at Pouring Glory. Your admission has already been covered by our wonderful sponsors. Speaking of our sponsors, woodpostmetalworks.com. Go there and use offer code PODCAST817 to get 10% off on checkout. They specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fence and gate repair or installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. Our buddies over at Hawk Walker Originals will be laser engraving some more tumblers for us at the event this year. They did these for the last event that we did out at Pouring Glory. Uh, last year for the big event and people loved them and so we made a few more this year so if you come out to this event uh, fill out a little door prize ticket and uh, there's a pretty good chance you can get one we're going to make over I don't have a final number yet but at least 20 of these are getting made we might might do more so uh, Halkwalker Originals are the folks doing this for us Halkwalker.com is where you go they offer a huge variety of unique and personalized gifts also laser engraving to customize just about anything you can think of Roofing Solutions by Darren Halk we talked about them at the beginning of the episode you can get 50% off a roofing tune-up that's where they go up there and make sure the ceiling around your pipe jacks and a bunch of other intricate stuff that a qualified roofer will do to ensure the longevity of your roof how often do you need something like that? Well, in North Texas, with the heat and all the damage that your roof takes, this is the worst place in the world for a roof, I think. It's one of the worst. So it needs a little bit of attention, a little TLC. So if it if you haven't had a roofing tune-up in a year or two, uh, it's time. 
RoofingSolutionsHauk.com is where you can go to check out information on them. The phone number is 817-882-6520. All right. Where's the rest of my sponsors? Where are they at? You know about Body Machine Fitness. They're located at 2300 West 7th Street, Fort Worth, over in the Left Bank Shopping Center. They offer a truly one-of-a-kind fitness experience. Your first class has already been paid for. Go to BodyMachineFitness.com to schedule your first high-energy cardio strength group fitness class with best-in-industry trainers, cutting-edge audio and lighting systems. Show up early or stay after the show. It's not a show, it's a class. For the IR sauna and nutritious snacks in the lobby. McFly's Pub. We uh, we love this place. It's a 1980s Back to the Future themed bar with a very impressive outdoor area. Got a fire pit. You can hang out and bring some friends for pool pool tables, darts, cornhole, jumbo, jenga, uh, catch a live event. They got local musicians on stage multiple times every week, and uh, they're doing a Tuesday night open mic with Tommy Luke. That's always a lot of fun. Pouring Glory, where the event's going to be located at, 1001 Bryan Avenue, Fort Worth, Texas. This place is a pretty badass little restaurant, and they have an excellent selection on their tap wall. I mean, I need to count how many they got. 30 or more, I think. It's a surprising amount. Uh, all good, wonderful craft beers uh, on that wall. And uh, a lot of it's local stuff or within the uh, immediate area. Uh, PG is also a growler refilling station. Growlers are like uh, fancy milk jugs that you pour your beer in and take it home. And uh, whenever it empties, you bring it back to Pouring Glory and they'll fill it up for you again. It's like magic. They also have uh, live music out there fairly often. It's been hotter than shit outside, so uh, I don't know that they've had a ton of live music for the last month or so, but most of the time when you go out there, they've got live music, and uh, there's going to be some more live music this September 23rd. Itchy Richie, Late to the Station, Cassandra May Lawrence, and Jay Burtz. All right, we got one more. Where is it? Cowtown Nutrition. Cowtown Nutrition is located at 5430 River Oaks Boulevard. They offer a healthy alternative to that compulsory fast food craving. You can also load up on your favorite Herbalaf products and learn about their fitness groups that they hold on location at Cowtown Nutrition. Check them out on Instagram at Cowtown underscore nutrition. And thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you very much. We wouldn't be able to put this event on uh, this year if it wasn't for our sponsors. So, and if you'd like to sponsor the Fort Worth Roots podcast, I won't stop you. Go to media, excuse me, email us at media at fortworthroots.com and uh, tell us tell us your intentions and uh, we'll provide you with some information. It's dirt cheap. You can sponsor the show for $50 a month. You can. You can do it. I know you can. It's a lot of fun. Our uh, sponsors this year are getting awards. We want to make sure that our sponsors understand how much we appreciate them. Part of our award show that we're doing this year is going to include our sponsors. So if you are a sponsor and I haven't talked to you yet, make sure you're there or somebody from your organization is there to accept your award. Okay, I am dog-ass tired. It's a, where's the clock? It's almost 1 o'clock in the morning. I was at uh, Tales from the Fort, another excellent local Fort Worth podcast. I sat in on a recording with uh, Grizzly from Osos Colosos, Jordan, excuse me, Jared, Jared the uh, the host, 
and uh, Mr. Dank817. And we sat there and we talked for over three hours. You can find them on uh, Spotify, I believe. Anyway, great show. It's called Tales from the Fort. And uh, we just did episode 40 with them. Good deal. And now it's just later than not. Okay. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Robin, if you're still listening, thank you so much again. And uh, let's, uh, let's, let's get you back in the studio just as quick as possible. Okay. That's enough talking out of me. Thank you all for being here. And I will see you next week. See you.